You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. This is Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health. Um, we This is the Extension Hour where we talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And today we have a special guest with us because every... So we just invite special people to come be here, but we do have a special guest um, with us today from a special department with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. So, you know, one of the things that I think is interesting about Extension is a lot of folks don't... Um, know the whole scope of what we do like they're really familiar with one part of it so like the 4-h program or the um master gardeners yeah so they um you know kind of focus in on that and then when we talk about these other things that we have going on they're like what where'd that come from (laughs) so our guest today is valeria keese and she is with the community health and resources management office did i say that right is that or Uh, you want to that's actually a program oh Uh, okay um, but our office is called Texas Community Watershed Partners. Okay. And we're based out on Clear Lake over by, uh, by NASA Space Center, actually. Ah, so in the, okay. So see, then that's, this is, a, uh, that I think, such an interesting thing. And that's why, like, you're an extra special guest because you're, like, <laughs> part of Extension. But it's even something that um, I'm not really familiar with. Right. And, you know, I, so I've worked for Extension for 26 years now. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of new new information. Um, but, okay, so let's go ahead and talk more about that. So the, the watershed uh, department, or what did you say, Texas? It's Texas Community Watershed Partners. Okay. And... We are a special projects office within Texas A&M AgriLife. So, like you said, everyone's familiar with, you have your agent within your county, mm-hmm. right? And they have their master gardeners, their 4-H, all these programs. Um, but we're different. We're not dedicated to one specific county. We're dedica- we are dedicated to all the counties in the state of Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> Texas is big. It's so big. So we've got our, our work cut out for us. But so Texas Community Watershed Partners, we are, like I said, a special projects office. Um, and the purpose of it um, is to provide education and outreach to local governments and citizens on the impacts of land use on your watershed health and your water quality. Um, we operate under the land grant model um, where we, in, we apply the integrated research from, the, from A&M University. So A&M University has all this knowledge, all these professors, you know, all this research is going on. But we need to then spread that information out to our communities, to our citizens, right? We are, at Texas A&M, our life, our purpose is to bridge that gap between the university and and its citizens. And so our, what our focus is, is to become more resilient, more sustainable, um, and provide all this information and knowledge and make it to our communities become more resilient um, against natural hazards, flooding, that type of thing. And so that's where our expertise is in. Um, and so, so anyways, yeah, that's a little bit about TCWP and what we do. Yeah. So, uh, and how long has that been in existence? Uh, so I, it's more than 10 years, okay. actually. Um, we've did, so I just started out, right? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just in case I'm not catching all the, all the eggs. Um, but we started off with um, our director, John Jacob, who is, um, he actually just retired, so he oh. just left, so it's a big th- change for us, yeah. but he spearheaded everything, um, and again, it was 
this idea of how do we manage our land in a way to where we're living within our means, we're living sustainably, right, where we can grow and prosper, but yet we're not putting people in harm's way. We're not putting them mm-hmm. in the flood zone or that, that type of thing. Um, so that was his vision, right? And so then not just flooding, but also like water quality and the health, right? The right. Health, right? Um, so anyway, so that was his vision. And 10, 15 years later, we're here. We're actually making a lot of, cha- a lot of changes. We're out there. Um, I think we've done over 22 workshops. Um, and that means 22 counties. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're speaking, you know, we're out there making a change. So um, we have two different programs within our, our outfit. We have one program called Green Infrastructure for Texas. We call it GIFT. It's a gift for Texas. <laughs> um, we, one of the things about Extension, we love acronyms, for sure. <laughs> oh, no, that is a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a name, and they were like, no, 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 it has to mean something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so GIFT is one of our big programs, and that's spearheaded by Sharis York. Um, and so the purpose of GIFT, it, it operates within TCWP, and it specializes on water quantity and water, uh, and water quality. And so they talk about how different landscapes can affect um, water quality. So, for mm-hmm. example, if you implement rain gardens or you, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you, you put in floating wetlands or you mm-hmm. implement water, water smart um, spark, um, parks, then you can enhance your water quality and you can reduce um, or actually uh, attenuate more water when you implement these um, Green, uh, green infrastructure practices. Okay. And so that's actually, that's one program we have, and I'll be happy to bring her in one day, and she can talk to you all about the really cool, neat things that they're doing. Cool. Um, it's actually funny. So my dad is, he's Hispanic, and, like, he speaks nothing but Spanish. And I'm, oh, and wow. I'm, I'm talking to him, and I'm telling him all about, like, what I do. Uh-huh. He doesn't get it. <laughs> you, know, I'm like, you know, it's just really hard to say, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> talking about land management, doesn't get it. Right. And so... Then, um, so Sharis and her team, they implement a wetland over at MD Anderson Cancer Center. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool wetland. Um, It it has, like, educational materials, and you can walk around and see how it's absorbing water, and it's really Mm -hmm. pretty. My dad works at MD Anderson. He sees that thing, you know, that wetland all the time, and then I told him all about it, and he's like, oh, that's what you do? Oh, I get it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, how many years have I been trying to explain it to you? And there it was in your face this entire time. Yeah, (laughs) Valerie, I have have been uh, working for Extension for 26 years, and it's still difficult for me to, for my family, to explain what I do. And, you know, even my my son's like, you know, she just, she, like, teaches people stuff. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. It's like, there it is, Dad. It's right there. I don't know how to explain it. So it's just really funny. Um, so that's one program that we do. And then the other side of that we do is community planning. Okay. And so, and so that it's, so our market, not our market, but like the, our target audience has always been like our local officials, your community officials, Mm -hmm. your planners, your city planners, you know, for example, city of Conroe, you've got your planners, you got your city manager, your mayor, um, you have your city council, um, and, and they're the ones that are shaping your future, where you live, where you grow, right? Um, they're the ones that are, you know, saying, yeah, yeah, let's build here, you know, let's put a bunch of apartment complex, let's let's uh, develop here, let's put in a park here, right? Um, and, but 
that's where like our smarts from the university come in. We're saying, okay, you're going to do that, but did you know that in the next 20 years or the next 30 years, by you putting all these high-rise here, putting all these concrete here, you're bringing a lot of flooding down south, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, it's just, but it's all conversations on, like, having these conversations and talking with these officials on how, what your planning practices may have impacts, good, some bad, right? right and that's right. just the nature of it, right? Right. And it, so I think this time of year, too, is something, I, what, what you're talking about is kind of really on people's minds a right lot because um, we're coming in, or we're in hurricane season, right? right. And so the, the flooding and the rains that come in, you know, every time there's rain in the forecast, people kind of, oh is it, you know, yeah, going to flood, what's okay? going to happen? Right. So whatever happened, you know, the planning process that took place 10, 15, 20 years ago is kind of what we're dealing with now. Right. So, you know, we can't change the past, but you can't change the future. That's so exactly um, right. looking at where we're going to go next is a big part of what you guys do. Am I understanding that, that is, right? That's exactly right. It's yeah. especially when you've got cities like, I don't know, Montgomery, or sorry, the county of Montgomery, mm-hmm. y'all are going to be, at least from my understanding, y'all are going to be growing pretty soon, right? Oh, you, <laughs> we, we're like bursting at the seams. So, right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. And it's just like, this is actually the time, you know, mm-hmm. before y'all are growing out, let's really think about where are you putting people at, right? right. You, you have your, your two watersheds, your East Fork and your West Fork, and you've got those all throughout the county, how are you going to place these people and where are you not going to put them in harm's way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's since y'all, before y'all are growing, let's talk about this now, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so you don't put people in harm's way. Yeah. And that's exactly what our message is. It's how do we build? How do we grow? How do we be fruitful mm-hmm. in a way where we're safe, where we're thinking about our future generation? Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, just to reiterate, I mean, what you're talking about too, like we're in the, we're in the middle of growing. It's already started. Yeah. Like very. bursting at the seams, <laughs> like I said, and, and there are some um, issues that have come up with some of the past floods and hurricanes that have come up about, you know, where, I mean, I, I think, I think all of our city planners um, have, and county planners have done a really good job trying no, to make sure um, but, you know, there's some, some things, I guess, that are unexpected, and we learn from experiences of what have happened. So one of the things that's available for them is um, the tools that you guys um, Came up create. With. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you about, a little bit about that. So um, we – it started out in – I think it was in 2016, right? We went over to Port Aransas, and they're obviously on the coast, right? Mm-hmm. They're getting hit by hurricanes and – and again, their vision, just like any any community, any county, they want to grow. They want they want to thrive, right? But how are they going to thrive when you've got hurricanes and right? So we did this. It was a simple like mapping exercises on a table, and it was just like a piece of paper, and they had a map out, and they said, okay, where are you going to develop, right? And so you had like the judge there, a planning official, you had a resident there, right? It was just all these people on a table, and just discussing, okay, how would we like to develop? How mm-hmm. would, you know, where would we like to put little commercial district? Where would we like to put our residents, right? Um, and and then, okay, then it was like, well, we know it floods here. We know it, there's, when a hurricane comes in, it hits this area, you know, it, you know. So it's just, it started off like that, mm-hmm. on like a visual, like on a table, visually really thinking about where we're going to grow in the next 20 years. And so then... We have nothing but GIS experts in our team. Um, so GIS stands for Geographic Information Thanks. Systems, and that's a map application. And you've probably seen, like, a, a nice uh, friendly version of it. You've probably gone to 
I think Montgomery website even has mm-hmm. one where they where you can look at the different um, layers. I think I think that this called the Montgomery Emergency. I can't remember the website. Oh, probably our Office of Emergency Management. Yeah, they yeah, ha- they sure. actually they have it. It's just a, it's a it's a map, and you've probably seen it. You can click on different layers of oh, here's where the buildings are, here's mm-hmm. where the evacuation routes, or something like that, right? Right. Okay, so ours is more back office, <laughs> right? Uh, a little bit more detail, more information than that, um, and and it comes. So, anyways, what this is is. CHARM stands, it's an acronym, it's a, it's a tool that we have, and it starts for Community Health and Resources Management. Um, so that's what CHARM is, it's a tool. It's not, so just to clarify, it's not teaching people good manners. No. <laughs> not, not teaching people how to be charming. No. It, yeah, I think, how do they, um, somebody said it, We the acronym came out, like somebody, oh, I'm probably going to muddy it, but I think it was about, Oh, wouldn't it be charming to have all this information mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah, it was something like that. Sense. So we were like, oh, that's charming. Right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, and part of, part of city planning, part of community planning is is people want a nice place to live. Right, so if and that's a place exactly. has some charm to it, maybe that you want to come there. So That's actually exactly right. I think that's, okay. what, that's what they said. Ooh. They were like, oh, you nailed it on the head. Yay. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was literally like, you know, our, ta- our, our town is charming, and we want to maintain that charm. And so that acronym kind of stuck to us, and we were like, we, you know, we made it up. So it's like community health and resources management. Um, and so that, that's how that, that whole, from that little exercise that we did in Port Aransas, it evolved into something else. So we used ArcGIS, this mapping tool. We partnered with a third party to try to make it interactive. Because GIS is just, um, just think back office um, with a, someone with a lot of data, a lot of information, whether it be roads, buildings, you know, all these different layers that make up a community. But when you're playing with it on when you're playing with it on the computer, there's all this it's not interactive. Like if I were to say, I'd love to connect a road with a house or something like that. Like I don't it, it's it's not interactive. It's not something you can play with, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're an analytic like me, and then you <laughs> and get then, really excited. About yeah, it. <laughs> you get really excited about it, and then you can do something with it. But anyway, so we partnered with a third party, um, and this third party is called Community Viz, and they made it to where whenever you do something on a map, maps and numbers and information will come out at you. You know, so if you were to develop in this area, you might affect your water quality by this amount. Oh. You know, so it's very interactive, and you can play with it and everything like that. So it brought something that wouldn't come up, spit out numbers at you, to something that would. So it made it interactive, and anybody can use it. Um, my dad, who doesn't speak Spanish, could probably figure it out really quick. Mm-hmm. We, we even saw a little seven-year-old kid play with it. And it was, it's just very interactive, and it's fun, and... What you can do with it is you can develop your community with it. It gives you a lot of opportunity to just play with different scenarios. How would you grow? Um, and so, yeah, that that's in a nutshell what Charm is. It's just mm. really neat interactive tool. So, again, as you mentioned, um, in the extension spirit of helping Texans make their lives better and um, providing u- university-based research and information and, and just kind of boiling it down where it makes sense for um, the layperson where anybody can understand it. That's kind of what um, this workshop is meant to be. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, so we are going to talk a little bit more about that workshop and some of the other things that you guys do at your department. Um, but we're going to take a little break, and we'll come back in just a little bit. But I just wanted to remind people you're listening to the Extension Hour. We talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships, and we'll be back right after this. <laughs>
Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome to the Extension Hour. This is Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent, Family and Community Health. Um, we This is the Extension Hour where we talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships. And today we have a special guest with us because every, so we just invite special people to come be here, but we do have a special guest um, with us today from a special department with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. So, you know, one of the things that I think is interesting about Extension is a lot of folks don't... Um, know the whole scope of what we do like they're really familiar with one part of it so like the 4-h program or the um master gardeners yeah so they um you know kind of focus in on that and then when we talk about these other things that we have going on they're like what where'd that come from (laughs) so our guest today is valeria keys and she is with the community health and resources management office did i say that right is that Uh, are you actually that's actually a program oh okay um, but our office is called Texas Community Watershed Partners. Okay. And we're based out on Clear Lake over by, uh, by NASA Space Center, actually. Ah, so in the, okay. So see, then that's, this is, a, uh, that I think, such an interesting thing. And that's why, like, you're an extra special guest because you're, like, part <laughs> of Extension. But it's even something that um, I'm not really familiar with. Right. And, you know, I, so I've worked for Extension for 26 years now. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of new new information. Um, but, okay, so let's go ahead and talk more about that. So the, the watershed uh, department, or what did you say, Texas? It's Texas Community Watershed Partners. Okay. And... We are a special projects office within Texas A&M AgriLife. So, like you said, everyone's familiar with you have your agent within your county, mm-hmm. right? And they have their master gardeners or forage, all these programs. Um, but we're different. We're not dedicated to one specific county. We're dedicated. We are dedicated to all the counties in the state of Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> Texas is big. It's so big. So we've got our, our work cut out for us. But so Texas Community Watershed Partners. We are, like I said, a special projects office. Um, and the purpose of it um, is to provide education, outreach to local governments and citizens on the impacts of land use on your watershed health and your water quality. Um, we operate under the land grant model um, where we, in, we apply the integrated research from, the, from A&M University. So A&M University has all this knowledge, all these professors, you know, all this research is going on. But we need to then spread that information out to our communities, to our citizens, right? We are, Texas A&M, our life, our purpose is to bridge that gap right. between 
the university and, and its citizens. And so our, what our focus is, is to become more resilient, more sustainable, uh, and provide all this information and knowledge and make it to our communities can become more resilient um, against natural hazards, flooding, that type of thing. And so that's where our expertise is in. Um, and so, so anyways, yeah, that's a little bit about TCWP and what we do. Yeah. So, uh, and how long has that been in existence? Uh, so it's more than 10 years, okay. actually. Um, we've did, so I just started out, right? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just in case I'm not catching all the, all the eggs. Um, but we started off with um, our director, John Jacob, who is, um, he actually just retired, so he oh. just left, so it's a big th change for us, yeah. but he spearheaded everything, um, and again, it was this idea of how do we manage our land in a way to where we're living within our means, we're living sustainably, right, where we can grow and prosper, but yet we're not putting people in harm's way, we're not putting them mm -hmm. in the flood zone or that, that type of thing. Um, so that was his vision, right, and so then... Not just flooding, but also like water quality and the health, right? The right. Health, right? Um, so anyway, so that was his vision. And 10, 15 years later, we're here. We're actually making a lot of, cha a lot of changes. We're out there. Um, I think we've done over 22 workshops. Um, and that means 22 counties. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're speaking, you know, we're out there making a change. So um, we have two different programs within our, our outfit. We have one program called Green Infrastructure for Texas. We call it GIFT. It's a gift for Texas. <laughs> um, we, one of the things about Extension, we love acronyms, for sure. Oh, no, that is a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a name, and they were like, no, 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 it has to mean something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so GIFT is one of our big programs, and that's spearheaded by Sharis York. Um, and so the purpose of GIFT, it, it operates within TCWP, and it specializes on water quantity and water, uh, and water quality. And so they talk about how different landscapes can affect um, water quality. So, mm -hmm. for example, if you implement rain gardens or you, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like you, you put in floating wetlands or you mm -hmm. implement water, water smart um, spark, parks, then you can enhance your water quality and you can reduce um, or actually uh, attenuate more water when you implement these um, green, uh, green infrastructure practices. Okay. And so that's actually, that's one program we have and I'll be happy to bring her in one day and she can talk to you all about the really cool, neat things that they're doing. Cool. Um, it's actually funny. So my dad is, he's Hispanic and like he speaks nothing but Spanish and I'm, oh, and wow. I'm, I'm talking to him and I'm telling him all about like what I do. Uh -huh. He doesn't get it. <laughs> you, know? Like, you know, it's just really hard to say, oh yeah, oh, yeah I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> talking about land management doesn't get it. Right. And so then, um, so Sharis and her team, they implement a wetland over at MD Anderson Cancer Center. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool wetland. Um, it, it's, it has like educational materials and you can walk around and see how it's absorbing water and it's really mm -hmm. pretty. My dad works at MD Anderson he sees that thing, you know, that well and all the time. And then I told him all about it. And he's like, oh, that's what you do? Oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. How many years have I been trying to explain it to you? And there it was in your face this entire uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie, I have, have been uh, working for Extension for 26 years, and it's still difficult for me to, for my family, to explain what I do. And, you know, even my, my son's like, you know, she just, she, like, teaches people stuff. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It's like, it has to be. There it is, Dad. It's right there. Yeah. It's, I don't know how to explain it. So it's just really funny. 
so that's one program that we do. And then the other side of that we do is community planning. Okay. And so, and so that it's, so our market, not our market, but like the, our target audience has always been like our local officials, your community officials, mm-hmm. your planners, your city planners, you know, for example, the city of Conroe, you've got your planners, you got your city manager, your mayor, um, you have your city council. Um, and, and they're the ones that are shaping your future, where you live, where you grow, right? Um, they're the ones that are, you know, saying, yeah, yeah, let's build here, you know, let's put a bunch of apartment complex, let's, let's uh, develop here, let's put in a park here, right? Um, and, but that's where, like, our smarts from the university come in. We're saying, okay, you're going to do that, but did you know that in the next 20 years or the next 30 years, by you putting all these high-rise here, putting all these concrete here, you're bringing a lot of flooding down south, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, it's just, but it's all conversations on, like, having these conversations and talking with these officials on how, what your planning practices may have impacts, good, some bad, right? right and that's right. just the nature of it, right? Right. And it, so I think this time of year, too, is something, I, what, what you're talking about is kind of really on people's minds right a now. lot because um, we're coming in, or we're in hurricane season, right? right. And so the, the flooding and the rains that come in, you know, every time there's rain in the forecast, people kind of, oh is God. it, you know, yeah, going to flood, what's okay? going to happen? Right. So whatever happened, you know, the planning process that took place 10, 15, 20 years ago is kind of what we're dealing with now. Right. So, you know, we can't change the past, but you can't change the future. That's so exactly um, right. looking at where we're going to go next is a big part of what you guys do. Am I understanding that, that is, right? That's exactly right. It's yeah. especially when you've got cities like, I don't know, Montgomery, or sorry, the county of Montgomery, mm-hmm. y'all are going to be, at least from my understanding, y'all are going to be growing pretty soon, right? Oh, <laughs> we're like bursting at the seams. So, right, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. And it's just like, this is actually the time, you know, mm-hmm. before y'all are growing out, let's really think about where are you putting people at, right? right. You, you have your, your two watersheds, your East Fork and your West Fork, and you've got those all throughout the county, how are you going to place these people and where are you not going to put them in harm's way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's since y'all, before y'all are growing, let's talk about this now, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so you don't put people in harm's way. Yeah. And that's exactly what our message is. It's how do we build? How do we grow? How do we be fruitful mm-hmm. in a way where we're safe, where we're thinking about our future generation? Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and, you know, just to reiterate, I mean, what you're talking about too, like we're in the, we're in the middle of growing. It's already started. Yeah, like, very. Like bursting at the seams. <laughs> Like I said, and and there are some um, issues that have come up with some of the past floods and hurricanes that have come up about you know where I mean I, I think I think all of our city planners um, have and county planners have done a really good job trying no, to make sure. Um, but you know there's some some things I guess that are unexpected and we learn from experiences of what have happened. So one of the things that's available for them is um, the tools that you guys um, came up create. with. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you about, a little bit about that. So um, we, it started out in, I think it was in 2016, right? We went over to Port Aransas and they're obviously on the coast, right? Mm-hmm. They're getting hit by hurricanes. And, and again, their vision, just like any, any community, any county, they want to grow. They want, they want to thrive, right? But how are they going to thrive when you've got hurricanes? And, right. So we did this. It was a simple like mapping exercises on a table. And it was just like a piece of paper and they had a map out and they said, okay, where are you going to develop? Right. And so you had like the judge there, a planning official, you had a resident there. Right. 
it was just all these people on a table and just discussing, okay, how would we like to develop? How mm-hmm. would, you know, where would we like to put little commercial district? Where would we like to put our residents, right? Um, and and then, okay, then it was like, well, we know it floods here. We know it, there's, when a hurricane comes in, it hits this area, you know, you know, so it's just, it started off like that, mm-hmm. on like a visual, like on a table, visually really thinking about where we're going to grow in the next 20 years. And so then we have nothing but GIS experts in our team. Um, so GIS stands for Geographic Information Thanks. Systems, and that's a map application. And you've probably seen like a, a nice uh, friendly version of it. You've probably gone to, I think Montgomery website even has mm-hmm. one where they where you can look at the different um, layers I think I think it's called the Montgomery Emergency. I can't remember the website. Oh, but probably our Office of Emergency Management. Yeah, they yeah, ha- they sure. actually they have it. It's just a, it's a it's a map, and you've probably seen it. You can click on different layers of oh, here's where the buildings are. Here's mm-hmm. where the evacuation routes, or something like that, right? Right. Okay, so ours is more back office, <laughs> right? Uh, a little bit more detail, more information than that, um, and and it comes. So, anyways, what this is is. CHARM stands, it's an acronym, it's a, it's a tool that we have, and it starts for Community Health and Resources Management. Um, so that's what CHARM is, it's a tool. It's not, so just to clarify, it's not teaching people good manners. No. <laughs> not, not teaching people how to be charming. No. It, yeah, I think, how do they, um, somebody said it, We the acronym came out, like somebody, oh, I'm probably going to muddy it, but I think it was about, oh, wouldn't it be charming to have all this information mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah, it was something like that. Sense. So we were like, oh, that's charming. Right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, and part of, part of city planning, part of community planning is is people want a nice place to live. Right, so if and that's a place exactly. has some charm to it, maybe that you want to come there. So That's actually exactly right. I think that's, okay. what, that's what they said. They Ooh. were like, oh, you nailed it on the head. Yay. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was literally like, you know, our, t- our, t- our town is charming, and we want to maintain that charm. And so that acronym kind of stuck to us, and we were like, we, you know, we made it up. So it's like community health and resources management. Um, and so that, that's how that, that whole, from that little exercise that we did in Port Aransas, it evolved into something else. So we used ArcGIS, this mapping tool. We partnered with a third party to try to make it interactive. Because GIS is just, um, just think back office um, with a, someone with a lot of data, a lot of information, whether it be roads, buildings, you know, all these different layers that make up a community. But when you're playing with it on, when you're playing with it on the computer, there's all this, it's not interactive. Like if I were to say, I'd love to connect a road with a house or something like that. Like I don't, it's, it's not interactive. It's not something you can play with, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're an analytic like me, and then you <laughs> and get then, really excited. About yeah, it. <laughs> you get really excited about it, and then you can do something with it. But anyway, so we partnered with a third party, um, and this third party is called Community Viz, and they made it to where whenever you do something on a map, maps and numbers and information will come out at you. You know, so if you were to develop in this area, you might affect your water quality by this amount. You know, so it's very interactive, and you can play with it and everything like that. So it brought something that wouldn't come up, spit out numbers at you, to something that would. So it made it interactive, and anybody can use it. Um, my dad, who doesn't speak Spanish, could probably figure it out really quick. Mm-hmm. We, we even saw a little seven-year-old kid play with it. And it was, it's just very interactive, and it's fun. And what you can do with it is you can develop your community with it. It gives you a lot of opportunity to just play with different scenarios. How would you grow? Um, 
And so, yeah, that that's in a nutshell what Charm is. It's just mm. really neat interactive tool. So again, as you mentioned, um, in the extension spirit of helping Texans make their lives better and um, providing university-based research and information and, and just kind of boiling it down where it makes sense for um, the layperson where anybody can understand it, that's kind of what um, this workshop is meant to be. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, so we are going to talk a little bit more about that workshop and some of the other things that you guys do at your department, um, but we're going to take a little break and we'll come back in just a little bit, but I just wanted to remind people you're listening to the Extension Hour. We talk all about our people, our programs, and our partnerships, and we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. And welcome back. This is the Extension Hour, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. We talk all about people, programs, and partnerships. We have a, a you are like a people, a program, and a partnership, like all in one. Um, so we have Valera um, Keys from the Texas Watershed, and I'm going to butcher it again, Texas Community Watershed Partners. Ha, I've got it written down on my piece of paper. She got it. Yeah. Okay, but before we go any further, let me talk a little bit about some of the things that are going on in extension um, in general. So um, past weekend, there was the state dog show. There were a whole lot of um, kids from across the state um, with their 4-H projects, companion animals with their dogs, and that went really well. So we were really fortunate to host it here in Montgomery County. Um, we stay pretty busy in Montgomery County, especially um, being kind of the center of the, our district. Um, we also had district record book judging recently, and several of our 4-H kids are going to go on to state competition with their 4-H record books. Wow. Um, so they don't actually have to be there. They, they just send their books that it's like a record of all of their 4-H um, activities and projects that they've done um, through the past four years. So they can go back four years. So it's really um, keeping track of how they're growing and learning um, and then their, their records are judged based on um, their completeness and um, the, the, the reflection of the growth that they've done. So it's, it's actually really a cool project. Um, the, really cool. Like I said, the kids don't have to actually be there in person, which is a little different from some of the other uh, 4-H contests that we do. But it's one of those um, extraordinary life skills that um, kids are able to learn through the 4-H program. Wow. And then speaking of 4-H, um, it's about time for the new 4-H year to start. So it starts actually September 1, but they start taking new enrollments. Um, August 15th is when the registration system opens. And so um, be looking for that. Or if you want more information about that or any of the things that we talk about, we're going to talk a little bit more about what Valera is here for. Um, you can call us at the Extension Office. That number is 936-539-7825. 
Um, we've got Facebook pages. We have a website. So there's lots of ways you can get in contact with us. We, we try to keep up with the times. Sometimes it's difficult, but, but we, we try. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So those are some of the things that are going on um, in 4-H. Um, you know, the summer stays pretty busy uh, for us. And so but a lot of it is like busy in terms of things that um, have already been planned or already a part of, for instance, with 4-H, you have to already kind of be involved in some of it to participate in some of these um, activities. We also end up doing a lot of professional development um, conferences during the summer. So each one of our disciplines, um, agriculture, natural resources, the 4-H agents, and our family and community health agents, we have state meetings where we get together with all of our colleagues, um, do some business meetings, but also we do uh, a lot of professional development. So those are coming up in the summer as well. Can anybody sign up for those? Or um, so well, the, those professional development conferences are usually um, restricted to, um, well, extension employees and then uh, members of the association, although um, mm. others are, are welcome. And so, you know, definitely other extension employees. Um, there's a specialist association that they have as well. Oh. Um, and I'm not as familiar with what they do. But, but yeah, so those, those, like I said, are mostly for um, employees, um, professional development type of things. But a kind of professional development, kind of personal development, whatever that we have yeah. is um, with the Texas Watershed Community Partners, Texas Community Watershed Partners I was like, program. You got it. I know, <laughs> so close, so close. Just say TCWP. Um, I, I don't know that I that you know I I have I have uh, enough. I do I do really well to remember the the acronyms that we use every day. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, and then, so the other thing that I try to do, remember to do, and especially on the radio program, is not to use the acronyms oh, as true. much because um, they know, might come in at a random time. Right, right. Yeah, what is yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> and it makes total sense to us, but you know, people go what? And so uh, we we joked earlier about the the. Acronym charm. Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah. Someone said, um, "Are we teaching manners now?" Yeah, which, <laughs> All right. It's not a bad idea to some, for some people to teach more manners. I'll make, but okay, I'll make is, a note say community mm, health and yeah. resources. <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, so tell me more about the workshop and the tools that are available. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit more about charm and the map model. Um, so like I said, it allows everyday citizens and local officials to kind of create different planning scenarios. And the way that it can do that is because so for every, so just imagine that you're looking at a map of your community. Um, and so if we were to build or develop a, let's say, an idea as an example, right? You're putting in a bunch of apartment complexes and you would like to know, um, is that gonna affect my water quality? As an example, right? Um, so let's say you were to just paint it or draw it on there. You're drawing an apartment complex, right? And so the way the map model works is it's divided into little grids, into little squares um, by 2.5 acres. And so each little square has all this information in it, whether it be your different demographics, elevation, um, if there's a flood layer on there, if it's on the 100 and the 500 year, it has all this information, each little single specific little square. And so whenever you're putting in a building or any type of development, it will interact with that grid and it will let you know oh, you're putting in all this development, and this development is in the 100-year flood zone. And on top of that, there's a lot of, like, um, vulnerable population there, a lot of um, low-poverty um, people that are in that area, and it tells you, it spits out all this information um, just based on those little acre grids. 
And so that's what's really cool about it is you can develop any which way you want, and then you can see the implications that come out from every type of development style. If you're putting in a a high-rise apartment, that's how much water consumption is being uh, used because you are putting this big high-rise, or if you're putting in like a Walmart or a parking lot or what have you, you are now putting in concrete, and so now you're increasing uh, water runoff volume, right? You're no longer attenuating that rainwater. So how is that going to increase your runoff volume? So it's, it's really cool and it's interactive and you get, so like you'll have like the city planner saying, oh yeah, we're going to build here, here, and here. And then once they put it on the map and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm putting like all these people in the flood zone. I had no idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, oh, let me, just kidding. Let me, <laughs> let me change it back or let me put a park here to, to um, circum- circumvent or mitigate for you know those apartments or those walmarts or whatever that i'm putting in so that's what's really really cool about mm-hmm. this workshop um and so for montgomery county we're gonna have a workshop like that cool and that's coming up soon yep so uh june <coughs> july 23rd is the date for that workshop here in montgomery county and that'll actually be held at our extension office. So that's at 9020 Airport Road mm-hmm. um, in Conroe. So for those that are not familiar, it's right across the street, like from the Lone Star Convention Center. Um, so a lot of folks are familiar with that. Of course, you know, if you have any questions about how to get there, definitely give us a call, um, 936-539-7825. Um, and so the time that that workshop is going to It starts start at 9. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And it'll go all the way till 2 o'clock. And you will get free lunch. Free lunch. Yeah, that's always great, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I was actually talking to the fire official, and I was telling him all about the workshop. And he goes... And then I said, oh, and free lunch. He's like, why did you even tell me everything? <laughs> I just needed to know the free lunch. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so we'll have the workshop. starts at 9 o'clock. And um, so we're excited about it. We're going to have a couple of um, state representative partners will be there in attendance. So the workshop will start off where my director is um, or program coordinator, Steve Michalinczak, he'll, he'll do a presentation on why it's important for communities to start planning about becoming more resilient. Mm-hmm. And so he'll do like a brief presentation on that. And then I'll talk about a little bit more about the mapping platform just to get them, you know, introduced to what this mapping application looks like. And then uh, we'll start off on, we'll, we'll start if you're, for example, for Montgomery County, we invited, you know, like the city of Conroe, city of Splendora, Patton Village, those communities. Uh, we invited them. And so we will have tables set up all in in the in your meeting space, mm-hmm. and so there'll be, for example, if how many communities? So it's Conroe, Patton Village, Splendora, um, Wood Branch, Roman Forest. We focus on East Montgomery because mm-hmm. because, and I'm not sure this year, but it depends on when FEMA um, updates the floodplain maps, but. For right now, we're going to focus on East Montgomery, and then we will focus on West Montgomery. But it's still a countywide issue. We still need to talk about it. It doesn't matter, right? Sure, right. Um, we're interconnected. <laughs> yeah, we're all interconnected because, yeah, it is. So, but anyway, so we'll have five, let's say five tables, right? And each table will have their community. So City of Commerce will have a table. City of Patton Village will have a table and so on, right? And so then you'll have the planners for that city, um, and then residents or whoever's interested in that community, right? And they can show up and talk in that table, and they can discuss how that how the city of Conroe is going to grow. Okay. Um, and then they can look at the different scenarios. And, and so anyways, uh, that's what the workshop will look like. And then so we'll do that for a little bit. We'll play with that for a while. We'll take a, a lunch break. And then during lunch break, we'll have representatives from 
um, Texas Department of Emergency Management, FEMA's going to be there, General Land, Arfi- Land Office, Army Corps of Engineers, River Authority is going to be there, Bioland Conservancy is going to be there, wow. Texas yeah. Wind Insurance. Um, so you've got a lot of partners, Ooh, and Texas Water Development Board is going to be there as well. Um, and they're going to talk about their programs and how they're out there trying to help your community. And so if you have any questions, if um, anything related you know, uh, to grant applications that you're doing or you were trying to buy your property or what have you, this is, you know, they're going to be there. Yeah. Right. And so we're, you know, we're not just inviting local officials. Like if, if you're a, a, a faith leader, right, you've got your church and you're always out there helping the community. This is your, you know, this is your chance, your opportunity to come out here and like really, you know, be with the officials and talk about, Hey, look, this is affecting our community. You, you know, you could be the voice of your community just by attending this workshop and you can get, you can talk about the issues and that's why we're hosting this workshop. One is talk about how to plan your community and also get people to the table. Have these people come out and talk about what are the issues now so that way when you have grandkids or kids or what have you, they have a, a wonderful community that isn't getting affected by flooding or hurricanes or anything like that. And that, that's the purpose for this. Hmm. So. so, yeah, and I, I think of what you're talking about, having all of those resources there. Um, we recently did our Texas Community Futures Forum, which is kind of our strategic planning um, that we do at the county level um, for where we're going to do our programming in the next three to five years. And, of course, flooding came up. Um, development came up, transportation. There's not a whole lot that we can do specifically about transportation besides um, educating people and, and um, having uh, that as an opportunity is, is important. So, but also another thing that was mentioned was um, having like a resource directory. Like, how do you know what's available when crisis or when it, when you need something? How do you know where to go? Because right. particularly in a county as, as large as Montgomery County, there's so many it's hard to know where to find them. So just having a, a workshop where you have those people and then hearing about, well, this organization does this and this organization does this. Right, it, just being educated because yeah, you may, you're like, well, available. what is Texas Water Development doing for me? Who even is it? You know, as an <laughs> yeah. example, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, how does that might, affect me? <laughs> how does that affect me, right? You know, what kind of programs do they have for me that's, I live I live here and I'm constantly getting affected. You know, mm-hmm. these are the state organizations that are here to help me. Can you please explain to me what you are and what kind of programs you have? That's why we have these workshops in order to educate mm-hmm. everyone on these are your options, these are your resources, use them. We're here, um, you know. And so, anyways, that's kind of that's why we're excited. I'm excited to help out Montgomery. I know they're getting constantly pounded. You know, Harvey took a big effect, and like every huge rainstorm, you know, <laughs> yeah, it makes people nervous when yeah, it starts it makes raining. People nervous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We're all traumatized now by Harvey. Yeah, but like, yeah. But, but, I mean, I am too. So, like, it's just we're here. The state really wants to do something about it. Um, A&M really wants to do something about it. We're here. We're here for you. And so that's why it's important. Come to these workshops. Come out to the workshops. <laughs> okay. So, again, the workshop here in Montgomery County is on July 23rd. It'll start at 9 a.m. It'll be finished by 2 p.m. free lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be hosted at the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service Montgomery County office. Right. Um, so that's actually in a, what we call our Master Gardener building, but it's the Tom Leroy Education building. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually two buildings on our property, and it's the, the larger of the two buildings. The other one is just our offices, but the meeting space is um, there at the Tom Leroy building. Um, so again, right across the street from Lone Star Convention Center, 
um, run through 336 and 3083 in that area. Um, so if you're interested and you would like more information about it, you can call our office. You can call um, Valeria. We're going to uh, shout out her email address in just yeah. a little bit. Or yeah. actually, we can do it now <laughs> if you want. Yeah, no, if you're interested and you want to register, um, just email me at V-A-L-K-R-D-Z at tamu.edu. And I'll be sure to respond, and we'll get you a little spot. Yeah, and again, if you missed that, I um, didn't have a chance to write that down, um, you can call our office or um, contact us through social media, those kinds of things, because we'd be happy to share that information. Okay, so lots of great things going on with this workshop. And then I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other things you do, and then also just kind of like your, your average Montgomery County citizen. How can this help them, and what kinds of things can they take from something like, like CHARM? Um, or gift or any of the other things that you guys do. But we're going to take another little break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. And you're listening to the Extension Hour right here on Lone Star Radio 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide on www.irlonestar.com. We'll be back in a bit. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. We are back with the Extension Hour People Programs Partnerships. We have Val, Val Keese, here with us today. Um, we were talking about the Charm Workshop. Before we do that, let me tell you about another workshop. So like when uh, flooding and that kind of thing happens, so people often think about canned foods, right? Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, ooh, I wish I would have canned more stuff from the garden last summer or whatever. We are actually having a canning workshop um, on August 22nd, and that will be at the same place that the Charm Workshop is going to be. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We, so we actually do hands-on. So people that are kind of nervous about um, doing canning, um, we will show you kind of how to do it. it so um, at this one, we're going to do we're going to uh, can some jalapeno jelly, and we're going to do some pickles too. So um, anyway, lots of fun. You can call our office for that. Um, ask for Jenny, and that's uh, that'll be August twenty second. Um, probably start about nine or ten o'clock and go to about two o'clock in the afternoon because it takes a little bit of time to um, can all that stuff. Um, but we are talking with Val about the Charm Workshop shop. So the the Community Health and Resource Management, that's what CHARM stands for, mm-hmm. making charming communities by making them safer, more resilient, that kind of thing. Um, and so we were just talking about some of the last kind of thoughts that you wanted to share in the, these last few minutes. And, and also, like, a little bit about how you, how did you, how you, got, how did you get into this? <laughs> yeah, um, for me, the environment, I, I came over from an environmental standpoint, right? I was always... Um, I grew up in the city of Pasadena. It's a suburb out in Houston, and they've got refineries galore. Actually, I thought growing up that clouds were made from the refinery, from uh, the air stacks. I thought that's how clouds were made. <laughs> um, but as a kid, that's what you... That's sure, just, yeah. It makes sense. Like, hey, that's what they made. <laughs> Anyways, and then, um, so, and then I was right next to Galveston, right? And 
you would compare the pictures from the beaches, you know, online, and then Galveston, it's a little bit murky, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always question my, my mom, like, hey, why is the water murky here as opposed to Florida, you know? Or if that's, once I learned about the water cycle, I knew that the clouds weren't made from the smokestacks, <laughs> you know, well, then what is that, right? And so right. I always had this interest of the environment. Um, and so then I went to A&M at College Station. I did environmental geosciences there, and that what that is, a degree, it focuses on all the mechanisms of the, of the environment, all the systems, atmospheric, geology, geography, geosciences, that type of thing. Um, so I did that for a while, and then I went to A&M at Galveston, and they have a program called Marine Natural Resources Management, and they have a center. It's called the Center for Texas Beaches and Shores, and it's spearheaded by Dr. Samuel Brody. And at the time when I was a master's student, we were writing a report for the governor called The Eye of the Storm, and it actually was just published out earlier this year, 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, And within that report, it talked about all about how Harvey, it was, it talked about the story of Harvey. Um, How did it happen, you know, from a meteorological standpoint, how did it happen? Why did it happen? And why were we so unprepared, right? And and how we dealt with it in the aftermath and everything. And mm-hmm. then at the end of the report, we wrote these different suggestions for the state on how we can mitigate and how can we we can future proof the state of Texas. Um, so just being involved in writing of that report, I realized how. I always looked at it from an environmental perspective. I want to protect the environment. I want to conserve the open spaces that we have. But by conserving these open spaces, you are actually also benefiting yourself because now you're, you're attaining by having these open spaces, you attain more water, you, you are in balance with the ecological systems, and you're living within your means, right? And so, anyways, so by, but also being in those conversations, I saw I can do both. I can help the environment, I can, I can help people. By just spreading the message, spreading this word of how do we plan our communities smarter and a way more resilient, and we're leaving empty, you know, we're having these park spaces and green spaces to do um, for for our future generations. So that's actually in the nutshell how I got into it, and I actually hope that people listen to me and like think, hey, you know, we can do that. I would love to have that for my for mm. my for my kids and for my community, you know, from. Um, well, your enthusiasm is definitely <laughs> contagious. I mean, it's it's fun to watch your your eyes light up as you talk about right. all of that. And I and I, it's very comforting for me, I think, to know that there are people out there that that care and have the um, skills and the abilities and the resources to be able to help do something about it. You know, like you said, why, why did it happen and why were we so unprepared and what can we do about it? So we're doing something about right. it um, with. Uh, organizations like Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service and the Texas Community Watershed Partners mm-hmm. and the Charm Workshop, yes. which is going to happen again on July, July 23rd. July 23rd. So that's a Tuesday, 9 to 3, free lunch. Um, call us if you want to uh, register for that. We'll get you all signed up. So 936-539-7825. We'll be back on another Friday here right here with the Extension Hour People Programs Partnerships. Thanks for listening.